This book is called Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. As a Chicagoan, this book is one of my favorites. I love it. Devil in the White City is the most iconic Chicago book that there is. If you go to someone's apartment, they got a copy of this book. You go to any bookstore, they got a copy of this book. Thrift store, there's always one on shelves. Estate sales, there's always a copy of Devil in the White City. Speaking of estate sales, this was the last purchase I made at an estate sale. Before COVID, I got really into estate sales. What I love about estate sales is that it teaches you how to keep your composure and remain calm when you get overly excited. You see some cool stuff and you have to negotiate the purchasing price. You have a number in your head of like what you would pay, but then oftentimes they, they go way under that and you're like, okay, okay, yes, $5 for this ship, I will do. And then you got a ship in your apartment. How cool is that? It's my estate sale riff. In Chicago's history, there's probably two cultural phenomenons that have occurred here that have put us on the international map. The first one is the 1893 World's Fair, which Devil in the White City is about. The second one, I would argue, is Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls in the 1990s. Devil in the White City flips back and forth between the planning, building, and experience of the 1893 World's Fair and the serial killer H.H. Holmes. Probably America's like first serial killer that we know of. So what happened? In 1889, Paris hosted the World Fair. So America wanted this next one, 1893. And so they were bidding of which American city would get it. It was between Chicago, Washington, D.C., and New York. And Chicago was the second largest city at the time. And it was just known for, you know, being basically like the slaughterhouse of the country, feeding the country. The East Coast would be like the manufacturing parts of the country. And then the Midwest would basically feed the East Coast. So there's this natural relationship. Chicago, though, we've always had this, this chip on our shoulder to prove that, no, we're more than just, you know, a city in the Midwest. We, you know, we, we got a lot to offer the country. So Chicago ended up getting the World Fair. In the book, you see all the behind the scenes of planning the World Fair. And one of the, the icons of Chicago is Daniel Burnham. In the last year, I read his biography, Burnham of Chicago. We have this great lakefront in Chicago, and that's a result of the planning of Daniel Burnham. Before he died, he had this like vision for Chicago and this beautification, and everybody gets to enjoy it, no matter like what income level you're at. Uh, so Daniel Burnham is his big name, and the World Fair was kind of like his, his coming out party. In just 27 months, they built an entire city, the White City, right? And at the same time, H.H. Holmes, a serial killer, built this hotel for the World Fair, and he would seduce women, and, and he would kill them. So if you're into that kind of thing, which according to Netflix, there's so many of these like serial killer type of documentaries, you'll enjoy that part of the book. I, in particular, like the planning, and it's so fascinating to me. Really big things came out of the World Fair in 1893. You have to imagine yourself during this time, the late 19th century. Back then, if you wanted to learn more about the world, you, you had to go to a World Fair that was close to you, right? You couldn't, you couldn't travel. It would be like a lifetime commitment to go travel somewhere, you know? You didn't have the internet or encyclopedias. This is coming out of the Industrial Revolution. So it was just like a massive, massive hit. 
Some of the, the biggest things to come out of the World Fair, let's start off with PBR. You know, you and your buds get together, throw back a few PBRs. Um, you can, that came out during the Chicago World's Fair, so you can thank that. Automatic laundry machine, nice. Wrigley's chewing gum. Peanut butter? No, I think that was in 1904. Cracker Jack and Jemima pancake mix. The Ferris wheel. Paris had the Eiffel Tower designed by a guy named Eiffel, right? And Chicago wanted to outdo that iconic structure. And this guy, George Ferris, came up with the Ferris wheel. So the Ferris wheel came out in Chicago. And even today at Navy Pier, we got the Ferris wheel there. The original one, though, was three times larger than the one at Navy Pier. And they actually had like massive train cars, like real train cars, not little, you know, what do you, what do you call it? Like carts? The Chicago World's Fair brought together so many different ideas, technologies, inventions from around the world, but probably the biggest, the most important is the invention of electricity. Westinghouse, they undercut General Electric on the, on the bidding, so AC, electricity, is what they used at the World Fair to light it up. Because of that, we now are on AC electricity. That's how everything is run. This is the first time in human history where everything is just lit up, right? And all these buildings, they weren't fireproof. They're just temporary buildings. So what they did is just paint all of them white. So you had this like neoclassical style and everything was so enchanting. There's so many results and so many effects to come out of the World Fair, including Walt Disney's dad uh, working there. And he told Walt about how dreamlike it was, right? And then, you know, so then you have Walt Disney has the castles. I think that's because of something else. But, you know, it's such an iconic event in Chicago's history. Chicago, we don't like talking about ourselves that much. But we're, we're so dope. We are so cool. Devil in the White City, if you want to learn about Chicago and, and our history and kind of our, our city of big shoulders mentality, this is the one to go to. It's definitely entertaining. I would recommend it.